Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about hashtag fandomism? Well, you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Why, hello, Kelsey. Hello, Robert. What is up today? Well, this is your co-host coming at you live from the desk of uh, podcasts at E3. Oh, you <laughs> just can kidding. just hear. You can just hear that show floor. <laughs> Isn't it just so loud wonderful out there? Oh, all those gamers are having a good time. They're all just so quiet, and you just hear a bunch of clicking. Click, 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 click. It's the sounds of E3. Just a lot of. Just a whole lot of. <laughs> this is good ASMR right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, it has. If you couldn't tell from my awkward opening, it's been a, a couple weeks since we recorded. <laughs> I think we only missed last week. Yeah. But uh, you guys won't know that. Because podcasts are coming out on time. Actually, they're going up early a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. So so I did ask around. No one noticed. Okay, well, I mean, that's no fine. Noticed. No, nobody loves us enough. But, uh, yeah, that happened. So, if you're one of the, the good little subscribers, maybe you'll get a special treat and get an early episode one week on accident. Woo! Woo! Yeah, you just gotta keep watching out. You just never know. You never know what, what pitfalls might fall on us. What? <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to make a pitfall joke? Kind of. It didn't really go anywhere. Anyway, smooth segue into video games. So, it was E3 week. And if you don't know what that is, that is the Electronic Entertainment Expo. I didn't it know is... what it for. You just made me learn a fact. Yeah, there you go. This week is basically my Super Bowl. <laughs> Man, I live for E3 week. It is the best week. Just new games coming out left and right. Looking at all the new hotness. It's great. All the new hotness. Oh my god, so much hotness. What kind of hotness would you have this year? Well, I had a couple. Uh, I, I was let down by a little bit. Let like, down? Yeah, there's some stuff that wasn't there, or some stuff that was going to come out that was delayed. So, like, um, the big ones that I was watching for this year, because Sony didn't partake this year for the first yeah. time ever... That's what I heard. Like, PlayStation really kind of dropped the ball. Well, I don't think they had anything to tell us. So they were like, why spend the money to go? <laughs> well, I mean, they should come up with something. Just be like, y'all see that new controller in a new color or something? <laughs> Boy, howdy. It's well, uh, they like. Oh, man, I, I would take one. Ew. Oh, Cash man, I love orange. orange. It's great. I guess. Orange has, like, slowly become my new favorite color. Really? Kind of. I mean, like, it was cherry red pretty much my whole life, and now it's like, I'm digging that orange. 
<laughs> you gotta like ease it in though. You gotta go from cherry red and then like migrate into a blood orange. Like no. stay on the fruit path. I just I just went cherry red, Michelangelo. Okay. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Is that the reason it's your favorite color? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. It just like slowly happened and now I'm like, man, or- orange is great. I just love looking at orange shit. It's fantastic. But oranges don't look so great. I love oranges. My favorite. All right. I wouldn't call them my favorite. They're up there. I love I have, citrus. I have probably eaten a total of five oranges in my whole life. You're going to get scurvy. I <laughs> never really. And that was like, like more recent times in life. So I was never an orange person. You never had like orange slices at halftime or whatever. No, gross. All right. No, gross. You're they gorgeous. get that. They get that white stuff on it. Well, yeah, I'm it's talking to the man who wouldn't eat the skin on an apple for like the first twenty five years of his life. So yeah, dude. So what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's time. There you go. Cheers. Clink. So yeah, then like you. you you gotta peel them. There's so much work. I love to peel an orange. You like get the stuff under your nails and like. It's your hands. the worst. My fingers would be stained that color for like the rest of oh, the day. It's wonderful, and you get all sticky, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm eating this fruit." So, actually, uh, Big Beef Stew gave me an orange <laughs> peeling tool. What? And it's so cool, but I've never. Did he used make it. it himself? No. Okay, because I feel like he's the type of man who would just, like, I handcrafted this orange peeler for you. So it's, like, this little, like, orange, just hunk of plastic. So it's kind of like a toothbrush. <laughs> Without the bristles? Yeah, and you, like, you, you like stab into it, right? Okay. With this, like, pickaxe end, and you kind of work it all the way around. Then you flip the tool over, and it has almost, like, a paring knife for, like, filleting fish. And you put it under uh-huh. the, like, peel... And you, like, loosen it from the fruit, and then you just kind of, like, peel off, like, a whole half of the orange peel and do the same with the other half. All right. It was magnificent to watch. And I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, <laughs> I have, like, five of them. You want one? They came in a pack. <laughs> oh, my God. Just bulk order his citrus hatchets on Amazon. I'll throw a picture up on the uh, Instagram for you guys. Of Big Beef too. I, I could do that, too. I've never seen Big Beef Stew, but I had this picture in my mind of him. I bet it's 100% correct. I hope so. Like, I really think it is. For for listeners who are unaware of what a Big Beef Stew is, <laughs> this <laughs> co-worker of Robert's, whose name is just Stew, but I like to call him Big Beef Stew for reasons unknown. So, he's like, I don't know, maybe like 50-something and he used to sit like right next to me when I started this new job and I don't know how we got to talking to each other but like I talked to him almost all day every day he just seems like a gentle soul he's so awesome but aside from oranges right <laughs> right um so Sony didn't show up because they've told us all their games that are coming out so they had nothing new. They couldn't be like, oh, here's something else. They'd be like, so remember these like, two trailers? Here's a third one. So they just put it all on the table early? I guess. Like, they because were just like, fuck E3. We're just going to tell you everything that's happening, and then we're going to disappear and go work on it. Well, some of these things were from, like, two years ago that they announced this what? stuff. Come on. Like, what, so, like, what did they announce? Uh, Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah. Was that's like two been years ago. announced forever. Yeah. Did they give a release date for it? No. 
Oh my god, what are they doing? But it was like, do you just want to see more of it? I mean, yes, I do. No, I want to see the whole game. I mean, I want to see anything that you can give me. But, so no, well, okay. They were, I think, going to announce a release date. But the new Kojima game got a release date. And I think they pushed it back because they didn't want to compete with themselves. (laughs) Okay. So, have you heard of Death Stranding? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Hideo Kojima is the guy that made the Metal Gear franchise, right? right? And so, you know, he's... Because people love those games, like, way too much. Uh, you know, he's considered basically, like, the the biggest genius of game making on the face of the planet. Right. And, I mean, he is pretty awesome. Like, he is. He's, he's just a cool dude. He's pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in a good way. Yeah. So, I don't understand Metal Gear Solid, but I don't think you need to. No. I think I think you just take it in. Yeah. Right? Face value. Well, so he left the company that he was working for and has been working on Death Stranding for probably the two years that we've heard about The Last of Us, right? Yeah. So I've seen stuff for Death Stranding before where they just like, they had that mysterious trailer that was like, here's a fetus. That's here's the retus. All and, there like, ever is. That's, that's all I've seen. And there's like, I don't know, just black juice and tentacles and... Every trailer that has come out has introduced a new thing, and you go, now how does that fit in there? Yeah, it explains nothing. It's just like, here's more weird shit. You guys ready? Are you ready for this? Yeah, well, he announced when it was coming out and released a trailer that just muddles it up more. Awesome. Awesome. I was just like, <laughs> what? I thought okay. I was already confused, but now I'm just sad and confused because I really don't know, but I'm going to play it. Yeah. I don't know if I can justify purchasing it, but I want to I wanna hear from you, like, okay. fully what's happening with it. Because I am buying that one day one. And I did pre-order the, the uh, collector's one that comes with a life-size fetus baby. Jesus Christ, Robert! <laughs> now, if they let me pre-order PT with that fetus baby, I'd oh, be on that God. shit so hard. Like in a paper bag. Yeah. But, so, we discussed it. I'm going to lower it down to the normal copy. Okay. That's that's good. Because what would you do? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know where to put a fetus in a jar. So it comes like in a jar. Yeah. Is it like a glass jar and it's full of liquid and it has this fetus in it? Or is it I'm, all just like plastic? I'm going to assume it's plastic with implied liquid inside. <laughs> implied liquid. I don't like that. <laughs> Like, it's just tinted yellow, like, the juice is in there, but there's really nothing in there. Okay. So, over that. I don't want that in my home. Like, I I can't imagine a person who sees that. I guess you saw that, and you were like, that's that's something I need on my shelf. I would go, that's cool, dude. Where'd you get it? (laughs) It's It's a good conversation piece. I got it at Pier 1 Imports. And then they have Ghost of Tsushima... Which, oh, I couldn't wait for. What is that? But nothing on that either. So, did you play Infamous back in the day? Is that the guy that had, like, lightning coming out of his hands? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, those people are making a new game, and you're basically a samurai in Japan during, like, an actual historical invasion of Japan or something. Okay. And the trailer, the original one, was so awesome. It was just a guy, like... 
Oh, Samurai, you've spent your whole life training. Like, you know how to use that sword good. But while you were learning to swing a sword, I learned your language. I learned which villages were the best to save and which ones were the best ones to burn. I know all of your traditions, all your gods. I know everything about your culture. So tell me, Samurai, do you think you can beat me now that I've, like, taken over your country with, like, (laughs) knowledge? Okay. And I was like, whoa, this guy's all fucked up and crazy. Well, you studied the sword. I studied everything else. Yeah. And so then they finally showed it off, and it looks gorgeous. It's fantastic looking. Nice. But no word on that either. Yeah, so that's like your favorite thing about E3, PlayStation, didn't do jack shit this year. So like, what, they what are did you excited not. about? So my, my only saving grace was going to be Nintendo. I was like, Nintendo, yeah. give me something. They released I knew a they had ton some of stuff. stuff, right? They got a lot of good shit. Yeah, I heard that um, the new Animal Crossing is coming out, but it's not coming out until, what, 2020? So that's when they got delayed, yeah. But that's not bad, because they're, like, putting their developers in the forefront of things. Yeah. Like, they don't want to cause them stress and be like, you have to work 80-hour work weeks. Well, so, I used to get really upset at delays. Yeah. But every game that I have had get delayed that I waited for so long came out perfect every time. And so now I don't I don't question it at all. They go, can you wait? And I'm like, you got it. Yeah. One I would much rather have it. a perfect product or a product as close to perfect as you can get it and unstressed developers rather than have everybody be like, we have to get it out on November 1st and freak out. And then they put it out and it's bad. I think it's... Uh... The guy who created Mario, what's his name? Miyamoto? Uh, yes. Right? Yeah, okay. Right? That sounds right. I think so. Probably. Um, he he had a quote out that was like, a bad game is bad forever. Yeah. Right? But a good game will last forever. That's true. Or whatever. Something like that. He didn't say forever on both of them. Wise words. But like, if you rush it out, it's going to be bad and then forgotten. But you can delay it now. And will live on forever because it's so good. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good words, but I want God of War 3 now! <laughs> and then I waited, and it was perfect, and I love that game. But so, Nintendo came... So they were only talking games coming out this year. Yeah. And it was awesome. They have so much good stuff. There's a new Luigi something something, right? Okay, so I think you just answered my question, and you're making me sad. Okay. Because... Nobody has played Luigi's Mansion. I mean... Did you play it? A little bit. I didn't buy it, but I played it at It's like the house. greatest game of... I still play that game today. I think I played it at your house. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. And this new one looks so better. All I saw was like... They're nailing Luigi, it. And I'm not prepared for that. Okay. Okay. Flubber Luigi. Taylor hated it. But his name is so perfect. Come on. Oh, his God, name, what is it? His name is Gooigi. Ew. Oh, he's made oh. out of goo. God. No. You should hear how proud it sounds in, like, the trailer. They go, and introducing Gooigi. I'm a Gooigi. I'm a gonna win. Uh, he, he melts in water. Why? So it was like... Luigi can walk through spikes and all sorts of things that normal Luigi can't, but don't so, get him wet. And then he goes, Wah! and like fades down a drain. <laughs> oh 
my god. So that's the challenge. Perfect. It's like, don't touch water. Yeah. Everything else is fair game. Mm-hmm. Can you light him on fire? And then he'll die that, that way, too. That's his two weaknesses. Okay. So water and fire. But everything yeah. else, fine. Goo-tastic. But so, like, you can make... <laughs> nice. <laughs> you can, like, make Gooigi, right? And you can swap between both of them. So you can play as essentially two people, like one person at a time, to solve different puzzles and stuff. Oh, I love that shit. It's like, um... So like it looks a, really cool. Captain Toad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love Captain Toad. I love Captain Toad. It's so good. So, like, in this one boss fight, this thing's, like, breathing this giant fireball at you, and you have to, like, push it back with the vacuum cleaner that he has, right? Okay. But Luigi's not powerful enough, so oh, he no. creates Gooigi, and between the two of them, you can push it back to him. I feel like Goo would have significantly cool. less power than a human. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's not really doing it, anything. He's, he's just, just kinda, providing emotional support. Yeah, he's kind of like walking around and going, "Hey, hey! gooey cheerleader, Mario!" Like that the whole time. <laughs> but so Nintendo was good. Luigi's Mansion is just fantastic looking. So are they calling it Luigi's Mansion 2, or are they calling it Gooigi's Mansion? This is Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, really? I didn't know they had a second one. There was one on the 3DS. Oh, okay. That I never played. Because Taylor yeah. wanted to play it, and then I was like, this looks hard. So, so it's just a puzzle it. game? Kind of. So, like, basically, right, so in the first one, you were in a mansion, right? Right. Luigi's and Mansion, if I recall. you walked into every room. And there were, like, a certain number of ghosts inside that room. You would have to clear out all the ghosts, and then the lights would turn on, and so you knew this room was clear. You just, like, suck them up into your ghost vacuum? Ghostbuster style? But different ghosts have, like, different tricks to them, and then there's, like, kind of boss ghosts. Boss ghosts. So, like, in this one room, uh, there's a lady combing her hair in the mirror, right? But every time you look at her, she disappears. That's creepy. Well, I can't get the flashlight on her to, like, get her in the vacuum, right? Right. So what you have to do is you go to the window and you open... To the window. Sorry. You, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to open the blinds to the wall, right? Ah. <laughs> and when you open it, the window's busted, this draft comes in, and she, like, changes what she's doing, and then, boom, you can get her. Okay. So each, each like, major ghost is a puzzle to figure out how do I get you off guard so I can suck you up. All right. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion is great. Everybody play Luigi's Mansion. Find a way. It's the best. Okay. Find a way. Do it. Get it at a garage sale. Get it at a Goodwill. There's like one of my favorite games of all time. That was the launch title for the GameCube, too. Like, the first game they came out with was, like, the best one. I thought I was going to ask you if it was on GameCube. So Yes. Okay, so it was on GameCube for the first one. The second one was on the 3DS, and now this third one's going to be on the Switch? Yes. Okay. So I was going to ask you, when was the last time you turned on your Switch? Um, Do you even know where it is? You know, <laughs> <laughs> now you know, that you mention it. The thing about that is... <laughs> it's somewhere, that's for certain. Did you buy it when it first came out? I think you had one before me. I think so. Richard was, like, really excited about it when it first came out, and... And then he went, these are baby games. <laughs> no, they I had a FIFA. couple really good games on there. Like, did you guys ever play Overcooked? Oh, yeah, we love that game. That is my favorite game I've ever played on the Switch. Like, that is... It's 
primo gaming right there. But like, we played that on the PlayStation. It's on PlayStation? And Xbox, man. Ugh! Okay, so I never need to buy a Switch. Yeah. Pretty much the only thing I wanted it for was Pokemon. Yeah. And I don't even like new Pokemon, so... Oh my god, did you hear what they're doing to the Pokemon? Uh, turning them into skyscrapers? What? Oh, that's what they do in the new game. But what are they doing to Pokemon? So, okay, I want to hear about the skyscraper thing real quick. (laughs) Okay, so they basically are just running out of the idea of just, let's throw in a hundred new Pokemon. Because there's like a thousand of them now. Yeah. So they were like, okay, let's do like 20 new Pokemon and then a new feature. So in one of the older ones, they did a thing called mega evolution and you could take someone that was evolved all the way up and do like a mega one for like a battle and then they turn back into what they were right by mega you mean like it's an extra evolution or like it just gets really really big it's just okay so that's just the mega where they just change how they look okay that was in an older one now in this one they're taking this whole mega thing and they're calling it dynamaxing and when you dynamax your pokemon they turn into the size of a fucking skyscraper. That's amazing. You and they just tower behind wind. you, and you just go, like, step on him. <laughs> <laughs> they just... <laughs> All right. Done. That's one way to win a fight. It's really weird. I'm not going to play that. Yeah, so what I heard they're doing to Pokemon is they're... Like you said, they're having too many Pokemon these days. They can't fit, like, all thousand of them into one game. So they're just going to put in, like... Only the new ones and a select amount of the old ones. Gross. And they're just going to get rid of everything else in between. And I'm like, how do you make the call on who gets selected for the team? I'm going to say random number generator. You just go, just... <laughs> which ones get to stay? Bloop. Not you. Not you. So do you pick like, I don't, I don't understand what they're doing. Like the developers are like killing off the old Pokemon. Like let's line up all the Pokemon that look like sheeps. Uh, Wooloo. Well, you, you can stay. Everybody else. Fuck off. They keep going to, like, new areas of the world, so I bet they're like, these don't exist here. Like, they don't thrive here. This is not their natural habitat. I don't want them to ever get rid of any of the cool Pokemon. Like, Pikachu, you can stay forever. Raichu, you can stay, but you're on thin ice. Pichu, (laughs) fuck off. Nobody wants you. No, no, we don't. Hate Pichu. Who likes Pichu? Then there's, like, a different one where they're, like, a plus and a minus. Like, the Nidoran plus minus dudes like the there's like the female version and the male version yeah but these are like pikachus but like one's like the positive side of a battery and the other one's like the negative side of a bat yeah see pokemon got dumb oh my god pokemon got real bad just scale it back guys i guess that's what they're doing no pretend generation two forward never happened and stick with 150 that's how the pokey rap goes that's all you need (laughs) that's it I'm a hard believer in the original 150. I'm a Gen 1-er forever. That's just because you learned the Pokerap and you refuse to learn any of the new names. Pretty much. It doesn't fit in the rap. <laughs> it cannot fit in my mind. I'm not doing a 30-minute rap about this. Can you imagine? Holy shit, how long of a rap would it be? I, I need so, I need somebody out there to m- make us a rap of all s- the Pokemon. Somebody has done it. What? Polygon.com did it. And this guy figured out a way to sing all of them in one song. Oh my god. I'm gonna need you to learn it. It was, oh no, I'm, no. I refuse. <laughs> I have to say names that I don't approve of. 
like like Sneevel. That doesn't sound like Pokemon. Sneasel. Sneasel. That's just a symptom. One's a chandelier. What? Like Pokemon started becoming objects. It was like this one's a ring of keys <laughs> with eyeballs. It, that's fascinating. Uh, no, next it one. got so bad. It's just like what's in your pockets. That's the new Pokemon. Kind of. They were like, um, nice headband. Headbandia! There we go. <laughs> Let's make a dude version. Headbandio! <laughs> Two Pokemon down, 98 more to go. Jesus. Let's crank like, these out. I'm pretty sure that's why they were like, let's go into like powers or something, because this is, this is hard. Yeah. And there's like so many evolutions of Eevee now. There's like a billion. Oh, God. I can't even. I mean, I, I, I can't love even. Eevee. I can't even. I love Eevee and all of her evolutions, but the new ones, they're, I don't know, they're equally cool, but I'm I'm a classic person. See, that's the thing. I'm a hardcore Gen 1-er, but I accept some of Generation 2. I know, like, the the cool-looking ones I'll accept, you know, the cute ones. Like, Lugia, there was a movie about you. That's cool. Didn't we just talk about Luigi? Gooigi? Gooigi. Lugia and Gooigi. I want to see that combo game see that's actually the twist luigi's mansion is secretly a like pokemon sequel with this like (laughs) gooigi pokemon coming out of nowhere it's a pokey spot (laughs) (laughs) it's actually a gym ghost types only so actually you know what like hit it out of the park for me this year tell me was xbox so what did xbox do i don't use my xbox yeah because you're not an xbox person like i don't turn well you're playstation boy i did i i mean yes i am but i did play them both equally back in the 360 time yeah because gears was coming out and they had fable they had like cool games yeah dogs happen yeah it's bendy hi bendy (sighs) fucking bendy okay so you're gonna say fucking bitch (laughs) it's like (laughs) jesus christ Scale back. Um, I know you don't use TikTok, but there's one of the one of the trends is this song that goes, "I knew a bitch named Becky. She <laughs> liked to talk real sexy, nasty bitch. I had to tell her she gonna stop and all this shit, right? And okay. I sing that shit to Bendy all the time. Oh, <laughs> I go, I knew this bitch named Bendy. She liked to eat a bunch of shit. Nasty bitch. <laughs> and she's always like, oh, it's a song about me. That's me. I eat yeah, socks. No. You're so gross. So, Xbox had all these cool games back then, right? Right. There really hasn't been any game that I've wanted for the Xbox One. Like, there's no exclusive game that I really wanted. So, they released their new console, right? So they kind of announced it. Like, they they basically gave it a name. Xbox and that's it. Xbox 2. So it's Xbox Scarlet for now. Scarlet. Ooh. And then it will be whatever it will be when it really comes out, right? It was Xbox Scarlet in the ballroom with the chandelier. That's not a weapon. With The, the chandelier the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, the chandelier Pokemon. I'm pretty sure the name of that Pokemon is like... Calabria or something? I don't know. Candelabra. Yeah. Candelabro. Like a candelabra, right? Right. 
but <laughs> but a Pokemon changed up different to be a Pokemon name. Is it it's wearing weird. a Sia wig? No, sadly Damn. no. If all Pokemon wore Sia wigs, the world would I be would, a better place. <laughs> I would accept them heartily. <laughs> so, <laughs> just picturing like a slowpoke, <laughs> and it's <just> like, Ooh. <laughs> oh man, oh. Dude, could you imagine a Psyduck? <laughs> and his bill is just kind of like coming out of the hair. What about like a Doduo with the beaks coming out and there's two of them? <laughs> okay, so so wait, does each head have have the same hair or is, or is one, one just black white and, and one's, one's black? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we both went there. It's the Xbox Scarlet. It was the Scorpio for the Xbox One, right? Scorpio. Nobody likes Scorpios. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of their... They kind of have some cool games coming out. But the thing they're doing right now is if you have Xbox Live, you can, for $1, join their little Game Pass, which is like their Netflix for games that they have. It's so cool. Richard joined that. And I think they released a new one this year, right? Like they redid the app and shit. They have a new one called Game Pass Ultimate, right? Yes. Which basically just loops your Xbox Live membership and Game Pass into one membership. Okay. So instead of paying for two things, you pay for one, but it's the same price. Yeah. That's that's awesome. The Xbox Game Pass seems like a pretty good deal. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the price of it is, but Richard gets a ton of free games from it. And they just came out with... Um, State of Decay 2 Heartland, yeah. which is like an expansion for State of Decay 2. It's okay. the first like major content expansion. So they have like a new map, they have two new storylines, they have a ton of new monsters, and I'm like obsessed with it. Yeah. So yeah, I got that, but I haven't played it yet. Well, I'll ask this question in a bit because I because I do have one game that I specifically want to talk to you about. Okay. But so what Xbox is doing with the Game Pass thing, if you join their dollar... Tr- so, like, they're letting you have Game Pass Ultimate for $1 right now. Yeah. If you join it during E3, it would roll into whatever your Xbox Live was for the remainder of it. Which means, instead of paying $10 a month, you would you would essentially have it for free until your Xbox Live ran out. Well, hot piss. Right? So I bought two years, paid a dollar... And now I have Game Pass for two years and I never have to pay shit. Well, there you go. And I was like, Xbox, you win me over, man. I get to play Gears for free. Because <laughs> they release like, their big name games on there day one and you don't have to buy it. You just yeah. get to download it and fucking play it. Yeah, you just have it. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's weird, isn't it? Like, there's got to be, I feel like there's some kind of, are they selling my data? Like, how are they paying for this? Well, so... I mean, everybody's paying that monthly fee, right? Yeah, but it's so, so low. Well, it's $10. So let's say Richard pays for it for five months. He's essentially bought Gears of War by the time it comes out, you know? Yeah. But he gets to play other games on the side that they've already made. They're not really selling that. Like, I it's just that stuff they have laying around. Yeah. You know? It's collecting dust. So... Like, I see how it works, but there's just not enough on there, and I don't play games fast enough to pay a monthly fee. 
Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I'll get a game and then I'll play it until I can no longer play it physically anymore. Just run it right into the ground. Yeah. So, they announced all that shit. That was cool. I was really hoping that a new Fable was coming out, but they didn't say that. Boo. Did you ever play those? I tried. It wasn't really my scene. I loved them. Loved them. They were so good. (laughs) Xbox kind of announced their system. PlayStation is working on their new one. Uh Uh-huh. That sounds great. I cannot wait. What are they going to call it? Just PlayStation 5? Duh. PlayStation Capricorn. I would kind of go with uh, PlayStation Cinco. Cinco. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Arriba. PlayStation Cinco. <laughs> it has a uh, solid state drive in it. <clears throat> oh, nice. So the game's just fucking boom. They're loaded. Ready to go. Uh, it can play all the old PlayStation 4 games that you already own. So you don't have to buy anything. Uh, it just sounds great. I'm going to save this one game for you two towards the end. Okay, I'm so I'm really excited. What is it going to be? <laughs> I mean, you've always played it, so I think you would know. Okay. Um, okay, I have, a, I have a guess, but if it's not that movie disappointed, so I'm just not going to talk about it. All right, what's okay. up? So there's, there's one of the E3 press conferences. It's one of my favorite things on this, on this planet. Have you heard of Devolver Digital? I have not. Okay, they are a publisher. They don't make any games. They simply find people that made good games and release it for them, right? Okay. They go, that game looks cool. We'll put it out for you. And then, you know, you get a cut, we get a cut. And that's how they stay in business, right? Because they're just really good at finding weird games. Their fucking show is the wildest shit I've ever seen. So last year, so it's, it's like one continuing story. There was the first one they did. The next year picked up where that one ended. And this year's picked up where that one ended. What? So I caught last year's for the first time. I'd never seen it. Well, apparently... So it's a fake CEO that's, like, leading the show, right? Okay. And she is hardcore. (laughs) She comes out just like, We know you want fucking games. We knew. We know you need this shit. And they always make fun (laughs) of the trends at the time, right? Okay. So everyone was releasing, like, the Nintendo Classic. Super Nintendo Classic, right? Yeah. They're all, like, very tiny. We're gonna release the Devolver Digital Classic. Here it is. And this guy wheels out a little tray. And this guy (laughs) in the, like, audience goes, That's just an old Dreamcast with a bunch of fake wires plugged into it. It's not (laughs) even plugged into the TV. And she's like, Shut your fucking mouth! You can buy this right now for $5,000 because you know you want to play these old games and don't want to work at trying to find them some other way. And so, like, they make fun of all this stuff. That thing didn't really come out, right? Yeah. But in the in the year before, I guess she had, like, shamed a guy or something. She did something to him. Okay. And he shows up at the end of this conference, and he's in the stands, and he's like, you did this to me. I think she chopped off his arm. Uh- they're weird. And this guy gets up from the stands. He has a cigar in his mouth, an eye patch, and this robotic arm. <laughs> and it's like bandolier. And he's like, you fucking chopped off my arm, you bitch. And he it's pulls out a gun story. and shoots her like 5,000 times. Okay. There's blood flying everywhere. What the fuck? And this was announcing games that are coming out. <laughs> and so she gets shot like 10,000 times, like flops down and dies. And, and this the, is at E3, like they're putting on a, sh- a skit or like. 
so it's a pre-recorded thing. Okay. But they release it at E3 to announce, because they did announce some games coming out. Yeah. But at the very end, they're, like, putting her back together, and it's the exact scene from RoboCop where they're, like, putting the screen on and they're, like, building (laughs) him. Yeah. And at the end, they've built, like, the Robo-CEO. And then it right. and then like it just ends, right? Well, when this year started, they couldn't get her built right, so she's just like a blank slate. Her body's there, but her mind is gone. So they couldn't get this whole robo thing to work. And this like lady comes in and she's secretly trying to take over the company, so she says, Well let's just do a direct because Nintendo does those directs, you know? Yeah. And now Sony's doing them, so she's like, why don't we just do one of those directs? Just, you know, cut the big press conference out, not pay all the money, and just get the info right to them for free. Saves us money. (laughs) And so they're making fun of that whole thing. So they beam the show into her brain. All right. And the show is all happening in her, like, vegetable mind, I guess. Okay. And the people in her mind are dying. They're, like, being ripped apart. All this wild shit. (laughs) I know. And then at the end, I guess, like, a hundred years has gone by. And the, like, facility they were in is ramshackled and gross. And this girl busts in the door, runs up to her and says, Come with me if you want to live. And now they're going to spoof Terminator for the next one. (laughs) Okay. This show is right down my alley. It hit all my favorite movies. I love it. But they had some cool games, too. What what company are they representing? So they're called Devolver Digital. All right. Like, you gotta look up these shows. They're... Yeah. They're a mess to watch. <laughs> Sounds like it. So, so what game did they announce? Uh, well, so they have this one called My Friend Pedro that I can't wait to play. I have heard the name. It's... You're like a guy with these guns doing ballet as you shoot people. Okay. And so you just, like, jump through the air all graceful, and you're just, like, hitting headshots left and right. You can ricochet your bullets off of, like, frying pans to kill people. Bullet ballerina. It it just looks fun. So it's called, like, a a, a ballet of bullets or something. But another game they announced was called Carry On. Like, C-H-A-R-R-I-O-N. Okay. And you're essentially this alien monster that breaks out on a spaceship and you're eating everybody all right i'm into that it looked great so that one was cool and that's all they really had exciting i'm gonna have to look that shit up so i want to tell you about a game that i'm excited for that you're gonna be like uh that sounds scary for you and then i'm then i'm gonna ask you questions about the game that i'm really wanting to talk to you about okay have you heard of a game called manhunter no or Man Eater. No. It's an RPG with skill trees, upgradable perks, and you are a shark. Okay. <laughs> that you does upgrade, sound scary for you. You upgrade your ability to eat people better. <laughs> oh my god. And all this shit. It looks fantastic. I cannot wait to play it. That sounds like fun. Not really good PR for sharks, but it sounds like fun. <laughs> no. You can just straight up jump onto the beach and just like barrel roll over people and like (laughs) blow up their trucks and then just hop back to the water and swim away nice you do all this wild shit but there's one game that i really thought you would be excited for and i wanted to know your thoughts but you think you have a guess so what do you think it is is it the sims it is the sims oh my god because that's your shit it's my shit so speaking of 
beaches. Yeah. So this Sims, it's like island living. Mm-hmm. And I'm super stoked because it comes with the new ability that you can take a career in conservationism. So you can yes. clean up the island and the island like changes as you clean it. The flowers get like brighter and more trees develop. And there's also an active volcano on the island, which is the coolest shit ever. I don't know what you're going to be able to do with it. But there's going to be so many cool interactions, I bet. Uh, you feed it sacrifices. Yeah. What if you can, you know? Yeah. And then the the major thing with this is that they're making it to where the water has a lot more interactions. So Mm -hmm. basically in The Sims, all you can do is like swim in your pool or fish in the lake. And that's like the interactions you're able to have with water up to this point. But now you can even walk, you can just like walk on the beach straight out into the ocean and go like befriend a dolphin. Yeah. And like you can meet mermaids, you can build your home on the water and dive off the back dock into the ocean, which is so cool. Would you call it the mermaid class? Like I don't know. So do they're being like it? really mysterious about mermaids. I don't know if it's going to be something where you can actually become a mermaid, like you can do with vampires, or if it's going to be something where you can befriend a mermaid and they give you a quest line, if it's going to be a new aspiration. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm just so excited. I want to learn more about it. Well, Ugh. I know they said if you are a mermaid, you want to befriend a dolphin. They're like, you want to. Trust us. So yeah. I guess something cool happens whenever yeah. you do that. They sound so cryptic and excited and I just, I cannot wait to play it. I've been obsessing with the Sims lately. So just... here's my question. What do you like about the Sims? Oh, everything, man. <laughs> What's not to like? I played it like when part one came out and I didn't like it. Really? I was not into it. Oh my God. I don't know. Just like the, the minute the first game released, I got it. And I was like, my parents got it for me because at the time I was really interested in becoming an architect. And they were like, you can build houses in this game. And I was like, oh, cool. And so I like built a house and then I was like, you can build a family too. And then you like built the family. I built my own family. I moved them into our house and like, you know, you play as your own family. And then like later on you can play as your own person. Yeah. I don't know. The Sims is just like, it's been around for 20 years. It's, and it's been, been one of those ever. Yeah, it's, this is like literally the 20th year, and it's one of those kind of pillars of my life, I think, where it's something that I know is always going to be there, and it's always going to be the same, yet will always yeah. have something new for me to do. Okay. And I don't know. It's just like, in The Sims, you can kind of do anything at all that you want to do, and sometimes in life, if you're having a day where like you don't really feel like getting dressed, you don't feel like going outside, it's easy to just go into the sims and be like i can click on the toilet and tell my sim to pee and she'll do it you know <laughs> so, <laughs> see i think that's what i didn't like about it because there's not really a story but i guess it's the stories that you make well right? so you haven't played when's the last time you tried to play the sims uh, when the first one came out yeah so <laughs> the sims 4 is way different they have a bunch of different storylines that you can play through called aspirations so okay. you can have your sim like they want to be a bodybuilder. So your first step is to work out and push the limits. Your second step is to buy two pieces of workout equipment. And your third step is to like run for three hours. You know, it'll give you like a list of things to do. You earn points for aspirations. You get to buy stuff in the aspiration store. Mm-hmm. That is like, you never have to pee anymore because your <laughs> sim just has a really great bladder. You never have to interact with I can with hold this forever. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just so many different ways you can upgrade your game. There's so many different goals you can have. 
There's yeah. just there's so many things you can do with The Sims. It is literally an open world, and they just keep creating more and more content. They're putting in a whole bunch of LGBT content, which is fantastic. Okay, see, that's what I, I was going to bring up, because when they were talking about all this, they had, they had uh, rolled out, like, pride clothing. Yes. And then unisex bathrooms. Right. Or something. But that's, like, I think out they now, also, right? Um, I think so. And then they put up also, like, a bunch of different pride flags. I think, like, 20 different flags that you can get, which is cool. Because mm-hmm. I just know that you have always played it. Yeah, it's always been so important to me. I don't know, like, the first year that I... After high school, when I went to college, I was so cripplingly lonely. <laughs> like, yeah. I've never known loneliness like this before. Because I was separated from all my friends. I didn't have my boyfriend up there with me yet. Yeah. My parents were, you know, back at home. So it was, like, just me. And I'm the worst at making friends because I'm the most <laughs> awkward human being on the planet. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. Even, like, I don't know. You go to college, you have a roommate. Sometimes you get along, sometimes you don't. I feel like I got along yeah. with mine, but she wasn't like my BFF. We're not friends anymore. Well, I mean, she would just tell you not to meow at two in the morning. No, not that stupid hoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, The Sims was just something that was easy to just go into and be like, I have my life in The Sims, and this is always going to be the same, and it's always going to yeah. be good, or it's always going to be what I make it. I can control literally every aspect of this. See... You just said it again. It to me, The Sims sounds like someone going on a power trip. Just sometimes, like, fucking pee. I mean, sometimes Do it can what be I like say. that <laughs> if you want it to be. You can give your Sim full free will and have them, you know, go pee on their own. But I like the ability to be like, my Sim has a bladder that is full. I need to click on the toilet and I need to empty her bladder. Next yeah. step, go feed her. And it's just like I don't know, having just an ordered checklist of things to do. I find it soothing. I found that I kind of like games like that more lately yeah like i pretty much wanted just like story game do whatever but like diner dash like yes. kind of like a management game yeah it's kind of fun sometimes i think you would love the sims you gotta give it another try they're having a sale right now there's like a special kind really? of sadness that can only be cured by the sims but like if i get started won't i just not be able to do anything else because yeah. it's gonna requires so much time it will consume your life and you're gonna fall head first into a puddle of the sims and you're gonna love it you're never gonna get out probably why i won't play it because i have trouble playing (laughs) games that i want to play now that i that i go i know it's long well the cool thing with the sims is like it's as long as you want to make it you know you can you can turn off aging so your sim just stays the same age forever you can turn on aging you can speed it up so they die real quick oh yeah that's what i want yeah. Live, so. live quickly. Ah, oh, you're dead. <laughs> live fast, die hard. Sims 4. <laughs> I would buy that one. <laughs> That's their new expansion. So, <laughs> live fast, die hard. <laughs> I'll go check out the sale because every time a new one came out, I would always get curious and then I'm like, I don't want to fucking play The Sims. Oh, it's so good. Because I, I'm like, I can't believe you they can't even walk by a trash can. What do you mean? <laughs> I always watch these, like, people that make fun of The Sims, but it's people that really enjoy it. And it's like, yeah. that feeling when your Sim can't even make it through the house, and it shows them, like, trip over, like, a trash can, and they oh, yeah, can't they seem like, to figure out how to walk by it. Fucking stuck on a chair and be like, I don't know how to get around it. Like, the newer Sims are so much better at that. Okay. The Sims 1 was so bad at that, because everything is on a grid. I mean, it's still on a grid, but everything back then was, like... The, the grid was huge and people couldn't move into a yeah. single pixel of the grid without 
you know, ruining their life. So then, okay, did you play Animal Crossing then? No, I didn't because I don't like the fact that the villagers can move out. Well, like, you just have makes me to, sad. like, you have to, you know, make them want to stay. But then, like, what if I log in and my favorite villager has moved away then and I feel responsible for it? Then you restart the whole game and hopefully you find them again. I don't know. I feel like I would just cry. In, in a, another life. But I just, I can't do it. Like, I can't. Why did they I got that out? for Taylor and she poured easily, like, 600 hours into that game. <laughs> oh, God. Because she, like, landscaped the entire world, like, to what she wanted. Yeah, that's, like, that sounds awesome. She went through everything. And I was like, that does not appeal to me. I don't want to do that. I, I don't want this guy tiny... to go, I'm going to move away if you don't find me an apple. Yeah, that's what like, I don't like about it. Like, I like the concept of being able to landscape the whole world and control every aspect and just, like, uh-huh. have everything that you like in there. But if, if my but favorite person But not if you can lose your friend away, on, the, on the way. Yeah, I don't want to lose a friend. I just told you, I'm terrible at making friends. So, I have to send you a trailer for a game. And I want you to tell me what you think about it. Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is for Taylor. And every time I watch it, I kind of want to cry. Oh. Just because it's so pretty. But I think it has some, like, there's something in it that you would not like. Spiritfarer. It's really pretty. It's like super pretty. Ooh. So it almost looks like it's hand animated. Yeah. Right? I would watch it again, but it makes me sad. So what? I get I get like a whole bunch of different vibes that like go into this. So if you like Steven Universe, I get kind of Steven Universe vibes from it. It looks kind of like Hayao like, Miyazaki vibes. I was about to say, I get Ghibli vibes. Yeah. And then I kind of get, like, an Animal Crossing vibe, but I don't think it's on the same level of, like, maintaining, like, a whole town. You're, like, maintaining, like, a houseboat kind of thing. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Just a big I ship. Uh, yeah. Learn how to say goodbye. That's a section. Oh, no! This looks so sad. Yeah. And, like, she hugs that thing, and then it, like, passes on. And that's uh. why it's called Spiritfarer. Like, I guess you get these spirits in your boat, and Are you, you just have to figure out how to, like, resolve animals? them. I guess so. My God. But you want it though, right? I do, and I'm gonna cry the whole time I play it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, that looks really good. There were a lot of weird games like this that came out this year. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? We're nearing the end of the episode, but we have to get this out. So Google Stadia. I hate it. You hate it? I fucking hate it. It looks like it's gonna be good though. No, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't know. I'm just... It's evil. I'm a Google fanboy. I just love it. I did just get a Google Home Mini, so... Did you? Yeah. So, the Stadia, though, like, it's gonna be free to get the base of it, so you can play games, apparently, up to 1080p on 60fps, as mm-hmm. long as you have at least 10 megabytes per second of internet. So, basically, anything that runs Google Chrome, that app... Yeah. ...can play these games. Yeah. So, like, your phone, your computer... My Pixel phone. Yeah, like, it's real big for that one. Yeah. I, even the Pro is not that expensive. It's 10 bucks a month, and you get three months for free if you buy the Founders Edition, which is going on right now, which I'm, like, struggling to 
Okay, Not but by the moment. just like the Gamers Pass thing that we just discussed, are you going to play enough games to warrant spending a monthly fee? Because you pay $10 to be able to stream it to your phone, but you have to yeah. buy the games as well. The games aren't right. just there. Yeah, so you can buy the games, but they also have, like the Xbox Pass, they have free games that are released regularly, including Destiny 2, which I play all the time. Do you really? I love me some Destiny 2. Oh my god. Oh, it's so good. But, um... I don't know. I'm kind of, the only thing that makes me nervous about it is that you have to, it's like cloud based. And I don't know, the old person to me does not trust the cloud. <laughs> There's like a little old man that lives in the back of my brain that just yells the cloud. And I don't so, understand it fully. <laughs> I see the appeal and I see the purpose that it could serve. Yeah. So basically to me, the premise is you're tired of Richard buying every system that comes out because <laughs> every system is in the house, right? Oh, yeah. Every single if, one. If you got this, there is no system in the house. See, I don't think there is be no clutter statement. <laughs> it's just going to happen. Oh, my God. I will give you this. I love that controller. Yeah, the controller it's is so pretty. pretty. And I if you love get it. The Founders Edition. You get that I, blue one? Yeah, the blue one. Oh, no. <laughs> With. Orange under it. I know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, yeah, I we, we're probably gonna get that. So, but like, I don't know. I like. I'm still. I think, as we know, I'm still in the physical part of the world. Yeah. Like I buy all these movies. Yeah, I you buy, buy them digital. Physical movies. You buy physical video games. I don't know. I moved to PC gaming a few years back, and I have not turned back from it but so valve goes out of business right why would that ever happen why would you wish that upon the world i'm not wishing it but let's say it happens what happens to all of your games i feel like i would still have them they they go go away yeah but you have no way to play them because that system that like enterprise is gone those licenses don't matter now well i'll play them on the stadia (laughs) but now you're in the same boat i don't know I don't feel like, I don't know, I think if Valve or any other, like, non-physical-based gaming company were to ever go out of business, they would provide a way for their consumers to archive their content. Like, there's no way that you have purchased all this shit, and they're like, ah, too bad. Yeah. Even if it's just a thing of, like, downloading all the games that you have and putting them on an external hard drive just to keep that way. That would be crazy. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's just my whole thing. I can't I can't picture spending money per month and not let's say beating one game a month then. You know, I would yep. have to pretty much be doing something all the time, but I never get to do that. I don't beat a game a month anymore. Yeah. So I just don't see like I could just buy it and then I have it forever to play it when I finally beat it. And I never buy them full <laughs> price. I always buy them cheaper later. Right. So, like, I just bought Watch Dogs 2, right? Yeah. It was $14. That's a hell of a deal. That's like a month and a half of this, but I can play it forever. But there's no console. You don't have to, like, pay the upfront fee of, you know, like a several hundred dollars. Which is true. Console. So, that was a the thing. They were saying it's it's good for like, lower-income families to kind of get into gaming. Yeah. Because, I mean, I get it. I wasn't, like, 
probably the richest kid, you yeah. know. We couldn't really well, well, like I said, I got the PlayStation 3 three years after it came out. Right. I saved that whole time. Like, it's hard for a family to come up with $500 to drop on a system for a kid, you know? For sure. Like, that's that's rent. That's a chunk of change. shit for, like, some people. But $10, maybe it's not so bad. Easy. And everybody has a computer. Pretty much everybody has a phone. Mm-hmm. So it is a good way to be able to step into it and not really feel like a giant hit in you. For sure. But does it pay off in the long run, I guess, you know? Yeah. I think that, like, as far as lower income, the Stadia base is cool because it's free. If I got it, I would probably do the base just because I don't play as much. Yeah. But the snob in me... Would want the pro because I have a 4K TV. I want to see it in 4K. <laughs> I know. I want 5.1 surround sound. The bass is the only stereo. stereo. Shit. Yeah. So I'm That's really a- on the fence with this. I'm on the fence too. I'm more leaning toward that we're going to get it anyway. <laughs> Just because we buy everything Google because we're drones. But um... So if you did, you would have to let me know how much yeah. you use it. Because you bought a Switch. You don't even know where it is. Yeah, 100%. Like, think about that. But with the Stadia, I'm not going to have to keep track of where it is. Yeah, but let's say you're not in the mood to play games, and you just pay this $10 a month for nothing for, like, three months. Yeah. You I don't know. know. Now like, you're just wasting. It's, it's a, I'm in a weird space with it, because I, I want it, but at the same time, like like you said, I have, like, three games that I play. I've got Overwatch, I've got yeah. Destiny, I've got The Sims, I've got and my Stardew you Valley. already have a place to play those. Yeah, they're all on my computer. Downloaded that you don't fully. pay for. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm in a weird space with it. I may or may not be able to justify it. I really wanted to get the Founders one. Just I kind of tend to like to buy the things up front just to be part of yeah, you like, be part the history of it. of it, right? Yes. Even if I don't believe in it, I believe in games. And so, I just want to be part of, yeah, I was part of it. I didn't care for it. Yeah, That'd and the Founders Edition me. comes with, like, a little badge or something. I don't know. I, it, just, it sounds so exclusive. <laughs> I just want to be part of the club. <laughs> Let me in. So, I think it was Ubisoft. Somebody announced they're working on some kind of... It's it's not their own streaming thing, but it is, like, a software that helps streaming games work better. Okay. So they somehow have figured out a way to make streaming stuff's bandwidth go, like, way down. So Stadia's calling for, like, I think to do the 4K, you need, like, a 35 megabyte per second speed or something. Yes. Yeah, you do. Which will probably, like, tank your internet, you know? Yeah. But whoever it is, I I think it's called Orion or Origin or something. And with this software, it would maybe, you still need that bandwidth, but it would reduce how much it hits your internet. Okay. So I'm really interested to see what they do with that and if they implement it with Stadia. And I think yeah. I would like to know how Stadia works in practice before I could ever think about buying it. Yeah, I think that it's it's something that's going to be good for the future of gaming. I don't know if it's going to be like the next big thing, but it's definitely going to lead there. I mean... Everybody's always so scared that when something new comes out, the old way just dies. Yeah, that's... Right? 
Because, I mean, we had Kindles. I can still go buy books. Books didn't go away. Books are all the way to you the know. past. I mean, newspapers did, which kind of sucks. newspapers, recipes. But, like, we have the digital movies, and a lot of people say that the physical movies have taken a big hit, which is You're true. You're the only person I know, the only human I know on this earth who still owns a physical movie. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah. But... I like it, and I do like the physical games, because it's, I don't know, like, I have it. It's mine. Plus, if I wanted you to have it, or to borrow it, I just gotta give it to you. You can't give me your Stadia game. But I could give you my Steam login, and you could just jump on. Yeah. Have access to 500 games that I've never played. I think there's just too many ways to do things. You can't be part of all of them. Yeah. So... I gotta pick my battles and just pick the places where I'm gonna do that stuff. Pick your battles and do it. I totally support you going in with the Stadia Founders Edition so that you can let me caress that sweet controller. (laughs) It looks so nice. It looks so nice! I wasn't interested until I saw the controller and I was like, oh, baby. But like, I I just don't know. This one has never sat with me, like, right the whole time. Yeah. So I just don't think I can do it. I'll get it. I'll let you know what it's like. I see the pros and cons, but I just... Maybe it is the, like, old man in me. It's like, it's change. No. Not get it. No. <laughs> no change. I want my old disc that can get scratched up and then I can't play shit. That is a pro to this, though. When they do yeah. updates, they do it behind the scenes. You never have to wait for a game to install, a game to update. Shit works all the time whenever you want it. That's the beauty. But what about when it's stormy out and the internet gets crappy? Yeah, that's another thing with the cloud. What if it's a storm cloud? Yeah. What are you going to do? Your cloud's all full of lightning. I know. You don't want that shit coming in your house. It's going to get wet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This game is soggy today. I don't want to play that. (laughs) Okay, let's tie this one off. All right. So E3 was big. Tons of big stuff. There's way more. That could be talked about, but you guys can look this shit up. There was too much. So like, much. It was actually a really good year. I had fun with this E3. It's pretty much all I did at work. <laughs> had like Productive. YouTube pulled up on the side, earbuds in, and then I'd be like, ooh, I want to see that one. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Doom! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, man, can't wait for that new Doom. Doom's the best. Thanks for listening to us. Please tell your friends. Help us grow our audience. Grab a friend. Stick your earbud forcibly in their ear. Play us at max volume. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never, ever miss an episode. We release weekly every Monday. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us so, so much. I just want to say, Apple Podcasts is not iTunes. iTunes was killed off by Apple, and I just found this out. That is correct. So now we got to say But Apple it was Podcasts. never really the same thing. It was always like its own app. Was it? Yeah. I was never up on that. Well, because Apple sucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to email us at YMBTOAP.com. If you watched E3, tell us what your big game was. Tell us if you are Team PlayStation, Team Xbox, Team Nintendo. There's tons team of people. Team Google. Yeah, tell us what you think about Stadia, because I want to know from other people 
what what is it that might draw you in? What is it that puts you off? Because everybody's got their own stuff. I voice mine. Tell me what you guys think. <laughs> uh, our podcast is hosted on Libsyn. The website is ymbtoap.libsyn.com. Our theme song is The Grim Maper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He's got so many good songs. As always, thank you for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Why is Google so good to me? But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Yeah, the song's called I Hate Bendy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>